Welcome to the Road Safety Podcast, the podcast that keeps driving for work and how to manage risks in the mind of people and business across Scotland. Our conversations will help you understand where driving for work sits within the safe system approach. We all have a part to play in keeping ourselves and each other safe on the roads. This podcast is brought to you by your host, Dr. Karen McDonnell. As Occupational Health and Safety Policy Advisor at ROSPA, I'm responsible for the delivery of the work of the Scottish Occupational Road Safety Alliance. Today we're going to be discussing the safe system. Scotland's road safety framework to 2030 has a vision for Scotland to have the best road safety performance in the world by 2030. To help achieve that vision, the framework sets out five strategic outcomes. Those outcomes will align with the five pillars of the safe system, safe road use, safe vehicles, safe speeds, safe roads and roadsides and post-crash response. A safe system involves those who manage and design the roads as well as those who use them and each is responsible for and must contribute to eradicating fatal and serious injuries. So to discuss this, I'm joined by George Henry, National Operations Manager for Road Safety Policy and Education at Transport Scotland. Since 2019, George has been responsible for the setting of the government's casualty reduction targets for 2030 and the development of the new road safety framework. He also oversees all road safety learning and marketing in Scotland. So George, to set the scene, what does Scotland's current road safety performance data look like? Thanks for thanks for having me, Karen. First and foremost, I'm delighted to obviously be with you today. Scotland has obviously had a proud history in, in terms of road safety over the years. Our last road safety framework has provided us with a real kind of strong position. Scotland's fatalities are still at an all-time low. 2020, we had 141 people killed on our roads, which is still way too many. One is one too many, and I think that we still have around... Two and a half thousand people being seriously injured on our roads and around 5,000 people being involved in injuries overall. So I think that it's, it's vitally important that we, we try to improve the road safety performance of Scotland overall. When you bench us against other countries in the world, that performance has kind of declined ever so slightly with other countries kind of probably improving in certain areas. And that is why the new road safety framework is in place with um, strong, difficult and challenging targets that we need to meet by 2030. And with that overall goal, where nobody is killed or seriously injured on our roads by 2050. I think I think the point you make there about uh, all road users have got a part to play in the success of the framework, you know, from individual drivers to people who are driving for work. And there is that role for everyone, whether we're talking national, as you've provided the introduction on a national level, but right the way down to the individual drivers uh, behind the, the wheels of cars and vans on every day on Scotland's roads. So this this safe system certainly involves those kind of responsibilities as we move towards eradicating fatal and serious injuries. So could you briefly explain what the safe system means in terms of the five pillars and how they link to the road safety framework to 2030? Yeah, so when we developed the road safety framework to 2030, we looked at that right across the world what other countries were doing and and very much as you mentioned the safe system is renowned as international best practice in terms of road safety effectively what that means you know a lot of people don't understand really what the safe system is but the safe system is made up of five pillars safe road use safe speeds safe roads and roadsides 
the safe vehicles and then post-crash response. And effectively what the safe system means is that should a road user be involved in a collision, there is no reason why they should be killed or seriously injured because if your transport and road system is correct and these pillars are all in place, should one fail, then the other four should support and, and kind of step in and activate and work so that nobody is killed or seriously injured within that. So it's a kind of national government. We have a real hold over three of those pillars, the, the kind of safe road use, safe speeds and safe roads and roadsides. The safe vehicles and post-crash response is something that is picked up by our partners, um, particularly in terms of safe vehicles. Um, that is still a reserve matter to, to the UK government in terms of whether it, we align with Euro NCAP for the safety of vehicles. But the one thing that we will be supporting is well maintain vehicles through that um, so that the risk of collisions is reduced through that process, particularly to, to vulnerable road users. And then working with our emergency services partners to ensure that if a collision does occur, then people are getting the right level of care and that road victims receive that medical care and rehabilitation to minimise the severity. But the most important thing is that you, you touched on there that we all have our part to play, that we are all road users at the end of the day. And it's particularly important that if we either comply with the road rules and take responsibility for the safety of ourselves as well as others, travel at appropriate speeds, uh, to the conditions within speed limits and also ensuring that our roads are designed in the right way to provide the right information to all road users in terms of the way that they drive on our roads or use our roads, that they're predictable and forgiven of errors, then we should have a system that is in place where we do reduce casualties and work towards uh, our strong targets um, and challenging targets to 2030. I think there, you know, is for, for me, uh, listening into the the five pillars: safe road use, safe vehicles, safe speeds. They very much fit within the driving for work community. I would suggest, and that's really why uh, Scorsa is such a, a thread through the road safety framework to twenty thirty. So I've identified. It really does identify how businesses across Scotland and the model of fit elsewhere in the world, but how businesses across Scotland can fit within the safe systems approach. Where do you think businesses could exert most influence in terms of achieving our national targets? I think that obviously business plays a plays a massive part in terms of in sheer volumes and numbers that, that use our roads and through all various industries, they obviously have to use our roads and and we need them to do that safely. How they they manage their occupational road risk is absolutely vitally important. We're still well aware from looking at road collision data that we have casualties, whether it be inappropriate, excessive speed at times, people not wearing seatbelts, people driving under the influence of drink and drugs, whether we also of people who are distracted within vehicles, with mobile phone use, etc. And I suppose at business and, and the way that that operates is probably one of the kind of biggest things that, that we need road users to be as safe as they possibly can. But I think that that comes down from, from the top down in terms of business. So how they, how they manage that road risk, how they show leadership, how they take ownership and, and how they really engage with their staff and, and, the people that work for them or whether it's people that work for themselves 
is how they really how they kind of take things forward through the way that they manage that road risk is really the most important thing. And, and as you'd said, Scorsa is absolutely a thread all the way through that, and and how they engage with yourselves is probably the most important thing. I mean, our sort of mantra is uh, to manage road risk as you would any other risk to your organisation, because how people drive the safety of their vehicles, the journey planning element of it, the overall consideration of how to manage occupational road risk is is underpinned by data. So we would encourage organisations, just if you've provided insights into Scotland's overall data, we would encourage business to understand their data, to have that policy-related dialogue within their organisations so people understand the importance of managing driving risk. And it's really about putting people at the heart of the conversation, you know, whether they're individual drivers driving on behalf of organisations or people who drive for work and how they share the space with other road users. I mean, did you want to give any insights into other road users and the challenges of active travel in relation to driving for work and why it's important organisations understand that? Yeah, I mean, I think that the road safety framework and even Scotland's national transport strategy has uh, uh, real aspirations of the way that we, we travel and use our transport network for modal shift to travel in a safe and sustainable way. So so what you're probably finding, and, and particularly even businesses will be doing this as well for more of the kind of sh- short journey deliveries, etc. that they will be using different types of vehicles. And we are all road users at the end of the day. So I think that, that all drivers have their part to play, all businesses have their part to play in considering what either what vehicles they're using for going about their business, but also how we interact with each other. Because as we have more people cycling and walking, there is a risk that the way that we interact with each other may include arising collisions within these areas so it's certainly something that we should be mindful that we do share the roads with a variety of different vehicles and they're all equally as important so it's just to be safe and and, and considerate when we're using our roads yeah. and those messages certainly are emphasized by uh, or through the Scorsa network can I just ask you a couple of questions now about um, you know we're now moving into year two of the framework and there's a lot to be proud of but what are you most proud of in terms of achievements during year one I mean I think first and foremost the biggest thing that I'm proud of is that we brought all road safety partners in the community together to develop this road safety framework first and foremost and that the fact that we have developed a real kind of positive framework that is going to drive road safety forward in Scotland I think that ultimately you know when you look at what we have delivered we're contained within the program for government for delivering this framework we've just came out of Scotland's very own first road safety week we would seen that road safety Scotland's annual seminar had returned we've then got everybody back in the room discussing road safety again and I think that there is 60 different deliverables from our first annual delivery plan which is all going ahead and, and working well and it's really important that we continue to kind of drive road safety forward. I think that the fact that we are all working in partnership with each other and continuing to kind of build on the successes of previous years is really important. And and I think that that's what I'm, I'm proud of is that everybody stepping up to, to the challenge and really wishing to, to make road safety improvements in the country. 
I, th- I think for me, I mean, that very much echoes my own thoughts in terms of uh, the focus on having the right conversation at the right time about road safety and driving for work. And people are receptive to those messages, you know, very receptive to those messages. And I think that identifies how businesses can make a contribution to the achievement of the, the framework over time. Uh, so there are over 500 businesses now connected to the framework through SCORSA. If you could ask them to do one thing differently, what would it be? I think the one thing I would ask them is to to, to look at the, the data that they hold. They may already do it, but are they continuing to review that? Are they, can they, do they have the right policies in place? Um, and, and what I would really ask is probably for them to share their stories across other businesses, whether that's through their engagement with other businesses, but particularly through SCORSA, I think would be the most perfect place for them to share their stories, whether that be good, bad or indifferent, because ultimately we don't know everything. Every day, as they say, is a school day and we're always learning. And I think that by sharing that information right across business would be vitally important because if they pick up one or two things that they can do differently from others through engagement and make improvements, then we will see the benefits of more sustainable travel, more reliable travel, and less people being killed and seriously injured on our roads. And and that's really what we're all about at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there you've you've emphasised that this is a people-centred approach. You know, it's people across Scotland and the wider world that can benefit from having a safe system embedded within road safety framework. And it really is people that add value at the end of the day. So, and that works on a business level and it also works on a societal level. So I think that that conversation, that national conversation we're now having through the SCORSA membership can only grow over time. And I think your encouragement to share what works and sometimes what doesn't work will be a call that will be answered over the next year. So thanks very much indeed for your contribution today, George. No worries. Thank you very much. It's been been a pleasure being here with you today. My thanks to our guest, George Henry, National Operations Manager for Road Safety Policy and Education at Transport Scotland. And thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your usual podcast provider so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love it if you could leave a review. It really makes the podcast easier for others to find. I'm Karen McDonnell and thanks for listening. <laughs>